0: Hi, my name is Tracy Cook. Welcome to the Faith Based Women in Business podcast series. Our special guest coming up today. Are you ready for some inspiration? Are you ready for some motivation? Because today we have a special guest joining us who's been breaking barriers and making a real impact in her field. Tune in as we hear more about her journey and the innovative work that she is doing, creating communities. Building her business, a faith-based woman in business. Welcome, Kate Casson, to this series.
1: Thank you so much, Tracy, for creating this space and having me in here. It's a real privilege.
0: You are very welcome. Let let us all know. Let us inside, Kate. Who are you, and what do you do?
1: That has been a journey of discovery over, especially the last eighteen months. Um. I've always had a desire to run my own business, even from a kid. You know, it was if I when I wanted to be a fireman, I wanted to run the station. When I wanted to be a hairdresser, I wanted to run the salon. So it's always been an innate desire to run a business. We don't always get to fulfill those dreams. And personally for me, um, nearly 18 months ago, my 28-year marriage fell apart. So starting out from No savings, no, I only worked casual 15 hours a week. So it was a real time of discovery, finding out who I was, who my identity was, um, rediscovering me and those passions. And as a Christian, I know there's nothing that we go through that when we surrender that to God that he can't use. So my journey in healing and rediscovering myself I started to realise just how many other women are out there struggling in the same place, to understand what happened, to let go of the past and to create a future that they can actually enjoy and be self-sufficient. So that was kind of the impetus for for where I went. And, yeah, it's There's along a with purpose. my own healing, it's been a real journey.
0: Has definitely been a bigger purpose there for you. In, in what kind of ways um, do you believe your faith has really equipped your your unique strengths and maybe even perspectives that have helped you uh, succeed in your in your new business?
1: Yeah, i I think over the years i've I've never been one to want to promote myself as a Christian. In business and I've I've seen over the years and worked with people who advertise as Christians and their behavior in business has unfortunately been anything but and I guess my heart and my desire is to rather than promote myself as a Christian in business but for it to be who I am I hope it comes through um one of the things I have found in my journey, I've been a Christian my whole life, and one of the things, I spent a couple of years overseas in missions with Youth With A Mission, and I got to—I got challenged with the fact that you can't outgive God. So at the time I had two travelers' cheques left, and I understand Australian dollars, not English pounds, and I kept giving. And it didn't matter what I did, there was always funds there or something came. So I guess that generosity of giving has been something that I just, it's a struggle every step, but something that I do. And one area of business where I have really seen that is I have also set up as an independent disability support worker. And I've assisted other women who, Are coming out of divorce to set up their own business. And together we've created a network so that clients have a network of support. Because, you know, if I get sick or go on holidays, there's someone else that could come in who they trust, they know, and it's a support. So I started to do this and I had a few clients coming in and I was really praying. I said, God, I need more hours, I need more clients. And The more I had coming in, I just, I knew the other person was just a better fit. And so I was giving clients away and I'm giving hours away and I'm going, God, this is is not, you know, I need hours in. And yet the more I gave away, the more clients I had coming in. And as I sat back and chose not to go, they're rejecting me. I realised that the clients I had coming in were a better fit for me. And we were a better fit together. And the ones I gave away were right for that person. And I, I had one lady come to me, and I haven't searched out clients at all. They have all come through to me. And one lady, I didn't end up working with her, but she's referred four other people to me. So it really has, I just, I, it's that favour of God. And when we're generous and we hold the right heart, It just comes around.
0: Absolutely. When we're generous and hold the right heart. I love that, Kate.
1: Yeah. It just it excites me actually to sort of give away and see what God can do.
0: Oh, I think that's just, um, it, you know, the experience that you're providing for other people that are in alignment with your values, your belief, um, that may be fun, you know, to work with and just coming from that that servant heart that's a powerful place to build a business from. That's a powerful place to be authentic and show up authentic as your true self. And if only more people were doing that, imagine how aligned we'd all be with our our purpose. Uh, What what are some of the kind of more specific ways that you incorporate, say, a social responsibility into your business practices? And how do you um, measure the impact of those efforts?
1: I'm probably going to answer this in a little bit of a roundabout way. Prior to going through separation and still processing a divorce myself, I wasn't, even though I grew up in a divorced family, I wasn't fully aware of the depth of pain that it creates and just how blind as a society we are to. To those pains you know like even if there's bruises if there's an affair that's socially accepted and people get it but when there's emotional abuse or it's behind closed doors it's not seen and majority of of women that I'm coming across because they are strong they still smile so people don't see the pain and there's there's a part in that process that I've I've seen in other women as well where they cover what's happening. And I don't think anyone outside can fully understand why you do that. And it's a part of really not wanting to admit that maybe there was something I did that was wrong or I didn't say or I didn't do that caused the failure of my marriage. And that's not the case, but that is what we tell ourselves. That is what women tell ourselves. And so in order to break those barriers down, in order to get support, to get assistance, it's really hard because it's not being seen and nobody sees it. And so it really gave me a passion to break down those barriers and to start speaking out. And as I did start to share some of those aspects, I actually had a lady come to me and thanked me for actually speaking out on these topics. And she said, I've been physically abused. I've been sexually abused. The emotional abuse is the worst because nobody sees it. And she said for the first time she felt seen and validated. And for the bit of discomfort that it is for me to speak out, that's worth it because that's the healing journey. And it's unless we speak out, those mindsets don't change. And even in churches, you know, churches are full of people sitting in the pews, hurting and scared and alone because it's invisible. Um, So I don't know if that really fully answers what you're saying, but it is about breaking yeah. those social conceptions and bringing those things to light. I actually had a, um, I heard someone's story just recently, and um, she was, you know, at work. She had the makeup, the hair, always dressed beautifully, you know, made dinner for her husband, made lunches for her husband, but at work was always on the phone. Take sick days. I judged her when I heard the story too. You know, we all know those people. But when she came to the place of actually having the courage to step out, the reason she wore makeup and the reason she took sick days was to cover the bruises. And the days she took sick was when she couldn't cover the bruises with makeup. They're right beside us. They are with us every day in the job. And it's taking that time to look behind the smiles and see the tears. And to really listen to people. And how does that measure One life at a time. It's not a big, you know, mega community. It's connecting one life at a time and seeing a life and hearing people's stories and helping them to move past that. One of my goals and my passions going forward, and I have no idea how it's going to come, is to actually set up a not-for-profit so that there is a community, local community pods where women can connect because no matter how strong friendships may be, no matter how much friends and family want to support, the reality is unless you've walked it, you don't understand. So to have a community where people can not only heal but then give into the lives of others and have care packages and support packages so that women don't have to feel stuck and not know where to go and help navigate that process. So that's one of my goals going forward. No idea, but that's going to be a big collaboration project, I hope and I pray one day.
0: I think that is an absolutely wonderful collaboration program that, that will happen because you've set the intention. Your heart is behind it. It's only just in the planning meant to happen. So although we say one day, because we're serving with such a passion and because you're so passionate about changing people's lives, it will happen. No doubt about that at all. And um, we'll be watching your journey and following your journey. And if you're listening to this, please reach out to Kate and maybe there's conversations that we can create off the end of that as well for your nonprofit, because that will just help so many people. And have you ever faced like a situation where your business has been criticized or uh, threatened because of your beliefs and and how did you navigate that situation if there was one personally not up to this point um
1: not everybody is going to be aligned or understand with our vision and our passion and the reasons why we do what we do because they don't have our journey and i guess my Personally, it's been family that has been the hardest thing for me to navigate. But at the end of the day, you have to do what's right in your heart. And inevitably when we when we follow Christ, if we're if we're making a difference in people's lives and we're pushing enemy territory, if you like for a better term, you're gonna get fit. you're gonna get kickbacks. So inevitably, yeah, they'll probably come and i think um even one challenge that i had had you know from someone who threw back some things at me it's their journey too and it's being able to go you know what god it's not a personal attack you know and pulling up the big girl socks and and just going you know what there's a there's a bigger purpose here and if that person's not ready to hear where I'm at or to go on this journey it's not their time um but I think part of where I've been through and what I'm going through I've learnt and I'm learning to not be silenced anymore so I might go quiet for a little bit when challenged but I'll be back
0: I love that I love that we (laughs) have to we have to bounce back and you know, it's it's so funny. We're, we're in a world at the moment where we're so quick to judge at first glance, aren't we? And uh, we've got keyboard warriors and we've got uh, people that, um, you know, they're entitled to their imp- opinion. And everyone's um, comments and opinions are, are, are valid in their own right. And I loved, I loved how you really brought light on everyone's on their own journey. So people comparing their chapter one to somebody's chapter 10 or their life lived experiences to someone else's, it's finding that balance in our beliefs and our alignment and our values. And we can take it on board. We can process it. And I love how you said, "I may go quiet, but I'll be back." Love that. <laughs> we all rise. We love that. And um, have have you found that your faith has provided you with um, a unique network of support, or um, have you had to seek out support in in any other ways?
1: Not directly provided a a network of support, but. I have found that in every step as we lay it before God, whether it's the initial thought or desire or, you know, God, how do I do this? I've found that he brings the right people in. And and it's been amazing, actually, even, you know, people that I, I knew 10 years ago and haven't seen, you know, one lady I bumped into a few months ago and she's working in an area that I'm in with the disability support. Like neither of us were doing it back then. But you know, it's just that it's that right time, that right connection. And and it's the same with the divorce recovery. And I think part of it too is recognizing where we own ha- we have our own strengths and weaknesses and knowing, you know what, I'm not like tech is not my thing. You know? So yeah, I need people who have a strength in that area, and it's the willingness to recognise that we can't and where we need to have support. But it's also wisdom, I'm not going to take everybody into my space who does not have the same heart. So you might have the skill, but unless we're aligned in where we're going, it's not going to be a good fit. So it really is just bathing everything in prayer and One thing I know my mom just always instilled into me was, you know, you can be anxious about things, but if you have a peace, go ahead. If you don't have that peace, stop. Mm. And one of my 50 odd years down the track, I'm learning the truth and the power in that more and more just to wait on God and know that peace. He'll bring the right people
0: along absolutely everything right happens right. for a reason right Kate everything exactly. you know there there is a plan so yeah. if, if if you're listening to Kate in this faith-based women in business series and you're not a, a faith-based person there's still a, a set value and belief system that we have but if you're a faith-based person this will make total sense and some of the the highlights, for for us here today, Kate, was, you know, just we're all on our own journey and we all have to be respectful of each other's journey, where they're at, what they've gone through. And that's why our stories are just so unique to ourselves because that shows people who we are beyond the sale, what we stand Ooh. for, what we don't stand for, and how we serve And this is a differentiator, especially for women in business, and to add faith-based into this, to network and collaborate with like-minded people and to offer service from, you know, such a a values-based platform uh, that you can actually get support in, I think that's a wonderful space to be in.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's an important space to be in. And that's why this podcast series is shining light on that.
1: Yeah. And I think there's always value in everybody's story. Whatever has brought any one of us to this point in time, there's lessons and there's value and we can all learn from each other. And it's it's being willing to, like you said, not judge, but hear someone else's story. And what can we take from that? We don't have to agree. We don't have to come from the same perspective, but we can all encourage each other along and we can all glean from the strengths and the lessons that people have been through and take a different perspective. And that's really what it's all about is whatever has brought us to this place, be it trauma, be it, you know, whatever, there's lessons. And what are we going to do with it going forward? Because that past does not define or dictate what our tomorrow is.
0: Mm, absolutely, very powerful, very, very powerful indeed. And what advice would you give to another woman in business who's maybe seeking a strong uh, support system, especially with a faith-based um, uh, value system?
1: Be generous. I One thing I found in a lot of areas of business, and I've worked in, multi-different industries over the years. And it always amazes me that people don't want to share the steps or the journey because of competition. And to me it's not about competition. Whatever niche, whatever business we're in, I'm going to connect with different people to you. And we all have something else, something different to give. But we can learn and we can network from each other and it's that working together and that willingness to do the journey together. To me it's not competition, it's networking. So be generous.
0: (laughs) Collaboration is definitely... The new currency. I love all of the highlights that you've shared with us, to Kate. Please connect with Kate. We're going to be dropping her link into the show notes, where you can connect with her, have conversations, maybe even throw around a few ideas for her to support the nonprofit that she has thoughts and plans of bringing into existence. What kind of message would you like to leave our audience on today?
1: I think the. Wherever you have been, whatever you've been through, sorry, get my words muffled, whatever you have been through and whatever has brought you to this place in time, learn from it. Don't harden your heart. And yesterday does not dictate tomorrow. Potential is in your choice.
0: We all have choices. Thank you very much for sharing those insights. Sometimes it's not easy to share who we really are, to show up authentically, to create connections and communities and movements worth furthering, because our story is beyond us. Our story is for everyone else. And I love the way you serve. Please connect with Kate. Thank you very much for being part of the Faith-Based Women in Business series. And we'll see you on the next Women in Business Faith-Based episode coming up very soon to you.